Welcome to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. My name is Marcus Cole. Now, before we begin today's show, I want to remind you that once you've had a chance to check out our program, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcast. That helps you stay up to date on all the latest content from us, and it helps us get the word out to others to let them know that we're providing valuable information for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. On the phone with us today is Bob Warming, who is the head men's soccer coach at the University of Nebraska, Omaha. Bob, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. I I love the name of your show. Well, thank you. Because what we're trying to do with the food drive and our initiatives that we're doing now as Division One coaches is to give added value to our community beyond the pitch. Well, that's what we want to wanted to bring you on the show. And uh, today our conversation is going to be about Coaches United Against Hunger. And this is a, a movement uh, uh, that's going on right now, and we want to talk all about it. So first of all, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what Coaches United Against Hunger is. Well, uh, Soccer United Against Hunger is uh, specifically born from some conversations that uh, I had with with leaders in the Division One soccer community right when the coronavirus hit and we all got shut down. A small working group, uh, Becky Burley, who's the head coach of the University of Florida, women's coach. Uh, Brian Lee, who's the head women's coach at Rice University and is chairman of the Division One women's soccer committee. Ray Reed, who's the, at UConn as the head coach and head of the men's Division One soccer. Uh, we all got on the phone and we just started zooming like everybody's doing nowadays and started talking about what we perceived as the biggest problems with soccer being shut down. Mm-hmm. And then what could, what could we do <clears throat> besides talking about <laughs> scheduling and return to play protocols and all these things that just weren't within our controls? What, what could we do at this point when we weren't playing? to add value to our communities and and something that was really needed. Right. And this idea of a food drive came up very quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. Now you know it's 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 great to see uh, uh, this project go go about, and uh, uh, that's you know part of the reason why we wanted to have you on the program is to bring awareness to the program, and I think um, I, I think it's very very important. I happen to read in the press release that was sent out about this that, and and I agreed with it a hundred percent is the fact that this is this is not only an opportunity to help others but it's also an opportunity for these programs to be linked to the community and i think that's such an important thing nowadays that our programs need to do more with our communities and and be a part of our communities as opposed to being on the sidelines um, you know just as bystanders I I couldn't agree more. You know, if you look at the last few months, uh, I'm not sure what word can even describe it. Right. It's just been 
it's just been a tough three months or four months now almost. And, and people are looking for something positive to do. There's a real feeling about just being helpless. Being like, when's this virus going to end? And when am I going to get my job back? And what's it going to look like on the other side? There's a lot of uncertainty. Here's what's certain. We've got 40 million additional people who are having a hard time getting food. Right. That's a certainty. And it's a certainty that as Americans, we got to help each other. So uh, like a lot of things, I think if you, <clears throat> excuse me, if you just look at doing the good that's right in front of you, you don't have to look very far. <laughs> right. And in your own communities and in your own state, we need to have some real pride that we're going to help each other. Absolutely. Um, you know, I always, I always, I'm, I'm a firm believer in communities taking care of your communities. Um, you know, while I appreciate the things, and I know that none of this is easy for any of the governments across the country, across the world of trying to figure out how to deal with all this stuff going on. And, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an optimist. I'd like to think the better in people and, you know, think that they're doing their best with, with as very little, um, you know, political bias or whatever that goes into decision-making and things along that lines. And, you know, they're doing the best that they can. Um, but I always go back to that, that old saying, um, I think it was Ronald Reagan who said it was the 10 most feared words in America. Hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think that we could do, yeah. we could do so much more with yeah. our communities as communities and, you know, there's a lot less red tape that's involved, you know, as far, you know, compared to a government agency and things along that lines. And I think it's really important for our communities to be for our communities, you know, because, I mean, when you when you do that kind of work and you're able to uh, focus on your community, you know, it's it's community members helping other community members during times when they need that help. And some, you know, and sometimes it's it's hard to ask for that help. But but I think it's a I think it's a worthy cause. I would just, you know, I, I would just add to what you said. That's not a political statement. Right. That, that's just not a political statement. Uh, what you're talking about is a humanist yeah. statement. You're talking about taking care of your neighbor. Yep. Supporting your neighbor, supporting the folks down the street in the next town over, helping them out when times are tough. And, you don't need a big structure to do that. Um, and, and again, that's not being political, but right. you don't. Uh, you don't need it. Food drives are so simple to set up. You can make this thing as simple as you want. Uh, Brian Weiss, head coach at University of Georgetown, won the national championship. He heard about the drive, went right out in his front yard, lives in a neighborhood up there and just – put out a, a sign about Soccer United Against Hunger. Let's try to help people. Put a bucket in his front yard, said, drop some food in. If you want to make a donation, let me know. Right. Well, he had 400 pounds of food before he knew what he was doing. <laughs> you know, it's just, these things can be so simple. Yep. 
the internet makes things simple, you know, on our, the the distribution of information is, 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 you know, is is so easy now. Yeah. On our website, uh, soccer United against hunger.com. We went to the food banks and said, "I, I like things simple. Tell me three ways we could help you. One was to do the food drive, you know, organize people to, and that's, we're doing that this Thursday here in Omaha. And we have six colleges and universities from around our area that all the coaches, men and women coaches, the players are all setting up in different locations, five different locations. Mm-hmm. Well, that took a little bit more effort than normal to, to do that than what Brian did sticking that right <laughs> sign in his front yard. But you know what? The players are so excited about seeing each other, about getting together, about doing something. And our biggest rivals are here in town. Right. Our, those guys are looking forward to seeing each other and waving at people and saying hello to people in town and, and, uh, doing something good, doing something positive. So that's, that's one way. The second way is, and this is really cool. The food banks, there's 200 food banks in the country. They supply food to over 60,000 food pantries. So those 200 centralized food banks, and I think there's at least two of them there in West Virginia, maybe in Gasway and maybe up in Huntington or someplace. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But those two, what you can do is those, those places have this crazy buying power. Right. So they go with grocery stores. They don't, they don't buy their stuff from the grocery store. They divide, buy it straight from the people that are producing it. Mm-hmm. And what they tell me is for every $1 that they raise, they can provide meals for, they can provide six meals. Wow. It's crazy. So they, they put on our website for us, this virtual grocery store where it's kind of cool. You point your mouse at some food on a shelf. You drag it into this little register where it scans it and it tells you how much this would have cost in the grocery store, how much they can buy it for. And say it comes up as two bucks. Right then, you could just say, "Oh, I'd like to donate that two bucks because I just bought whatever the right number is, twenty boxes of mac and cheese." Right. <laughs> and that's it. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. And then the third thing is, uh, my goodness, they people. We need volunteerism right now. People are out of jobs. Doggone good time to go if you've got the gas money to go and volunteer and help other people. Um, food banks need help packing up boxes. The lines in some states have been over 10,000 cars recently mm-hmm. of families lined up to try to get food. 10,000 cars. And so, and that line existed all day long. So, you know, there's a, there's just this unbelievable need and they need some people to volunteer and help. And, and listen, when, when you there's studies that show, but hell, I know myself, if, if 
if you go and help somebody and you're feeling a little bit down before you go, you sure feel a heck of a lot better afterwards. You know, it's funny that you say that because I, you know, I was thinking the same exact thing. And I think some people are afraid to admit that because they fear that they, they, you know, giving should not be about me. It should be about, you know, those who I'm serving, those who I'm giving to, those who I'm doing something for. It's, you know, it should not be about me, but it is. I mean, it makes you feel good that you help somebody that, you know, because I mean, we all have different talents in the world and, and this is something that, you know, most everybody can do. And, you know, we've told people, we've done some uh, fundraisers for our local grassroots soccer programs where we've, uh, we've done uh, uh, sole customized face masks because, you know, face masks are going to be something that's going to be in our normalcy for the foreseeable future. So, mm-hmm. you know, and we told people, listen, we understand that there are people out there that have lost their job. We're, you know, we get that. We understand that they're not in a financial situation to, to um, you know, they're hurting right now. So we don't expect people, you know, that are in those situations to, to help out because we get it. You know, but if you're blessed to be, you know, still have a job and still have income coming in and, you know, and things are okay, you know, within your family and, you know, if you can help out, great. Um, and I think that's the thing too. I mean, and especially those you mentioned about if you, you know, if you were laid off or, or, or downsized or furloughed or whatever you want to call it, you know, that's something that you can do that you can go out and contribute to your community. And yeah, it does make you feel good when you do it. Well, I, I, those are really great words. Those are really great words. And I get that it's you want to be humble yeah you 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 want to be humble you don't want to be seen as that person who's i don't know we've all seen the right no no yeah brags about brags about stuff that they've done you know i mean everybody wants to be humble but i would just say two things one whatever you give you get back tenfold yep and that's from a good book yes very (laughs) <laughs> and the second thing is don't keep your light under a bushel because it's lost something kind of crucial. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay to tell people about the good in the world. Cause there's That's certainly not it. enough of that going on. I mean, you know, we hear the news all the time and we, you know, and, and, and the news business, I mean, people understand that the news business is a negative news business. It just, it's just the way that it is. Um, We're just all looking for something positive. Right, absolutely. I'll tell you what, this is, what's more human, what's more positive than helping somebody eat? Yep. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, So why don't you uh, tell us just a little bit... um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, we're going to be uh, reaching out to our uh, our colleges and universities here in the area and talking to them about getting on board with the with the program if they haven't already. And of course, if they are already on on board with this, we're going to, you know, uh, put that information all on our social media platforms and things along that lines. And, um, you know, if they want to find out more about this program and, and how they can help out, where can they go? Soccer united against hunger.com 
soccerunitedagainsthunger.com. My son built the website for us. He Mm -hmm. came up with the name. He's he's not a web guy, (laughs) you know. Uh, He's a soccer coach, like I am. But we just felt like we needed to get the word out to people and have a clearinghouse of a place that could just tell people how to get started and and the why of doing this. And it's there's not a whole lot of content on it, but it's it's sort of checklists, things you can do. And a couple of videos on there, you know, the head of the food bank just tells them really what the need is. A couple of videos show what the need is in rural areas and in cities and um, that we just wanted to be a place that people go as a resource mm-hmm. so uh, it, it's it's turning out to be turning out to be pretty good I'd say that's one thing I'd say the other thing is the social distancing I don't I don't really like that word because it, it, it it's it says that we we need social right now right. we need human communication it's really just how far away you ought to be standing from somebody <laughs> more <laughs> you know? more phys- more physical distancing as opposed to social distancing that's exactly right and and so you know i think it's a time to socially talk about this what, what can we do to help each other I just don't, I'm not sure that I'm not young and, and I don't think there's ever been a more important time that we need to talk about how we're going to help each other. Right. So I'd say the website's a good starting spot. Uh, gives you all the directions, how you find your food bank. Those people are just incredible. Every person I've talked to at a food bank, my gosh, you talk about selfless people and they're just, they're just as, happy as can be and i think there's a reason they're happy they know they're doing good every day yep it's nice and, to be uh, nice to be able to come home at night put your head down on your pillow and, and know that you help somebody yeah the the, 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 the need's not going away and nope. you did as best the best as you could that day to um, help some people you didn't get all you didn't get it all done but I, I just think we could all use a little bit of that right now i agree I agree. We can certainly use a lot more of that and a lot more of the of positive news of of, uh, of movements like this and, and projects like this. Bob, I certainly appreciate you coming on our podcast today to talk about uh, talk about this program, and hopefully we'll be able to uh, get some people out there and uh, and help feed some people. Can I just add one thing, pretty please? Absolutely. I just would encourage everybody who listens to your podcast to tell, tell other people that are in our sport that how cool it would be to be the very first sport in America to unite colleges, universities, players, boys and girls, parents, coaches, all united to help America. How cool would that be to be involved with the very first event to do that and that's the whole month of june we can make a statement and for the whole country about how much our sport and how powerful our sport and the people involved in it can be and showing their love for their community and honest and honestly bob it is the coolest sport out there wouldn't you agree 
<laughs> it's not close, brother. It's not close. <laughs> Bob, thank you so much for coming on our program today. We uh, certainly appreciate it, and we'll certainly make sure to put out the website and, and talk more about this and hopefully get more people involved. Look, you can, people can contact us on the website. If anybody needs any help with anything, let us know. We're glad to help. Wonderful. And thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast here on the West Virginia Soccer Association Digital Network. Now that you've heard our show, make sure you give our podcast a five-star rating and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back next Thursday with another episode, so we hope to see you next week. Take care.